When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to the Kyle Coster Show presented by The Big Lead. We have a Woj bomb. We have a Shefty bomb. We have all kind of news coming in about the biggest newsbreakers in the business as ESPN announced moments ago that both have reached multi-year extensions to stay with the network. Now, this is something we've been monitoring for a long time because it comes at a moment where the gambling money, the sports book partnerships are exploding. It seems to be that's where the entire future of sports as a whole is trending. And the thought was, that there was going to be strong runs taken at both of these people, as well as Shams Charania, whose contract is also up this summer, with the intention of getting them in-house, perhaps behind a paywall, to provide the most up-to-date news and information to users of the site. You can see the opportunity there. You can see the dollar signs and executive eyes. It makes all the sense in the world that this was going to be a strong push and that the concept of journalists working for journalism and entertainment outlets as a whole was going to be tested. And right now, what we can assess is that the dam did not break. It might break in the future, but it did not break right now. And I think it's pretty significant considering these two, and then also considering Jeff Passan, who decided to stay with ESPN as baseball insider back in November, choosing to stay put. Now, Shams may make another decision down the line. One has to figure that his leveraging power has been increased as kind of the biggest name left on the table. If someone does want to be first to market to give this to their consumers, I have to admit I'm slightly surprised. I know that the push was hard. I know that ESPN wanted to keep these two no matter what, willing to pay, probably no matter what. Andrew Marshan reported back when Passan signed his deal that it was four years in the neighborhood of a million per. Considering the popularity of the NBA and the NFL and the importance of both those sports to ESPN in comparison to baseball, one figures that both Woj and Schefter did really well. Specifics of the deals have not been released. Again, this is a hot off the presses moment. The type of stuff you live for as a podcaster and basement blogger. Between this and the athletics quest to find a partner, a payday in the New York Times, the answer to two of the questions that have been bandied about our industry the most over the last year appear to be more clear. But it says a lot about both ESPN and maybe it also says just 
a little bit about buyer beware pumping the brakes in terms of the sports book and gambling money taking over everything it wants to conquer. I don't have any inside information about contract offers or details on negotiations, but it was widely reported in the press that these were two high profile targets and getting someone like Schefter, getting someone like Woj immediately skyrockets credibility one, but it also makes you an essential element in terms of following a sport. We have shifted from wanting to read sports writers opine about the game, analyze the game more toward a straight news or a straight headline world. People want the joy, the surprise, and that dopamine hit of seeing news put forth by people who are at the top of their field, people who are loved but also somewhat loathed either out of jealousy or because they don't like the operating process. But Schefter and Woj are two of the biggest names at ESPN. And you might not think that because they don't have the biggest on-air personalities. Their name is not on any singular show, but they drive the conversation. Think about it. They traffic in information, much like every other site traffics in information. When you have the number one source for it, the person who's going to get it first the person who's going to get it right, they are always shaping the conversation. And more importantly than that, they're capable of shifting the conversation at any point they have something they deem worth reporting. This is where conversation starts. Now it grows in a lot of different avenues once it's out there, but this is the genesis point. It must've been so important to the suits at ESPN to ensure that these established names stayed in-house. That's another reason I'm going to go out on a limb and say that their contract situation worked out very much to their liking, and these new deals will keep them happy while they remain in Bristol and parts adjacent for the coming years. What does this do for the quest of Sportsbook to get these needle movers in-house? Well, I think that it sets it back significantly. Yes, there are others in the field, but when you look at these four, Woj, Schefter, Passan, and Shams, three of them are at ESPN. We don't ultimately know what Shams is going to decide to do. I'm not leaning any way on that. I think that if I was him, if I was his representation, I'm seeing today's news and thinking, well, I'm the only game in town right now. It's all about maintaining a buzz and maintaining momentum. I think that there's a possibility that there could be a real overpay or a willingness to break the bank from the sportsbook side in order to get shams because option B and option C just don't do it the way that Woj and Schefter and Passan and shams do. It's as simple as that. Right now, the most lucrative deals that have been signed in regards to sportsbooks have been Dan Lebetard and Pat McAfee. And both of them create a world of characters. They are personality driven. They are 
hijinks driven. They are not necessarily the hard straight news, the empirical data. People turn to them to see what their opinions are on things and to be entertained. People turn to Woj and Schefter to be informed. If I'm at DraftKings, if I'm at FanDuel, if I'm at Caesars, right now I'm going through the depth chart and I'm trying to realize who is actually worth the squeeze here? Who can we announce to try out this idea of having this proprietary information in our house now that options one, two, and three are off the board? Maybe this is the last time it happens too, but the fact that they are multiple years, we have to understand that the gambling world and our relationship with sports gambling is going to be in a much different place in a few years when these deals come up again than it is right now. You walk down the street and ask 100 people what that is going to look like. Probably 98 or 99 of them is going to say, well, it's only going to continue to grow. It's going to become more ubiquitous. More people are going to be doing fandom through that than so-called traditional means like The Athletic, like ESPN. I might be the one that you ask that has a contrarian opinion. I think it's a blow. I really think it's a blow. I don't know if there's going to be significant pushback to this. Yes, there are always more gambling enthusiasts being created. But at this point, it's already so normalized and so intertwined with the product that I do wonder what the future clientele opportunities look like. Who is just now deciding, you know what? I am going to put some money on the game. Schefter and Woj and Shams and Passan were sought after because they could be another element, another reason to draw you to the site. And while you're there, you know what? Hey, how about a wager? How about a free same game parlay? Now they don't have that. Can they find out another way to do that? Surely they will. Are there going to be more Levitard and McAfee deals? Probably at a smaller price point, but that quest will continue. I will give credit to ESPN for keeping this quiet. I know that in my corner of the world, it's been something that's a bit of a white whale. Everybody had it circled on their calendar. Everybody was working the phones. Everybody was checking their sources, trying to figure out what was next, what the tea leaves were pointing towards. The fact that they get both of these out just in the middle of the day on a Thursday, very impressive. Loose lips, sink ships. Got to give all credit to people involved for keeping it a secret this long, even though it's detrimental to my bottom line, respect to the game. But it's not just the news breaking, the nuts and bolts reporting that Woj and Schefter and Passan bring to the table. They are a reliable guest. They are a sense of authority. They can be plugged in on any show at any time to provide information, to provide updates. They're all good on camera. Jeff Passan, especially. Schefter is always entertaining. I would probably put Woj third, but when he's on the screen, you're always watching him, especially if his phone is within reach. He's a big character in that universe. It's kind of funny that that's the way sports media has evolved, where Woj and Schefter and Passan are these outsized stars, Shams as well. But that's where we are. 
you have, if you're ESPN, now you have years more of throwing them on the jump, NBA countdown, NBA today, sports center, NFL live, anything you want to do. You can do specials with them. You have streaming platforms. You have all these outlets for them to showcase their work, to showcase sides of their work. And they also enjoy a huge lead in the clubhouse because there are other people in the game, but there's nobody really close. There's nobody who can explode Twitter like Woj. There are some people like Schefter who can make the NFL universe on fire by the click of a mouse. Most of them work for the NFL. Schefter is the one guy outside of the tent there that can do it. It's a great day for ESPN, simply put. That also comes on the same day. It's funny. They sent out this release. I have three straight emails in my inbox within eight minutes. One is announcing the Woj signing. One is announcing the Schefter signing, and the other one is announcing that ESPN has had its best first quarter viewership in five years, and that's also up 40% prime time. So if you work in ESPN PR today, or if you work in ESPN today as a whole, you're having a great day. It's a big one. Consider if things had gone another way, and we get news that both are taking their talents to the books, to the gambling sites. That would have been a seismic shift in the landscape that would have left ESPN scrambling for suitable replacements, which you could argue there's probably not anybody right now who could fully replace them. Yes, you could use a team and put the pieces together and maybe relationships grow. And eventually you have someone in-house who's as prolific as Schefter, as prolific as Woj, but it's going to take years. They're worth every penny. I don't know what they're being paid they are stars in the way that Stephen A is. They just do it in a completely different way. Do I think it's a win for journalism? Not so sure. I think it's more reflective of safety and security and the uncertain future of what is going to happen as it pertains to sports gambling. Is it a bubble? Would something like that really work where Schefter was releasing news? on DraftKings and only DraftKings users could access it for the first 10 minutes, or they had to pay a subscription fee to see what Schefter was saying, or would that simply get pulled out and splashed all over the internet? They are stars because you don't necessarily have to go to ESPN or ESPN's platform for ESPN to get the benefit because everybody's talking about them. Everybody knows where they work. It's a way to own the story. It's a way to feel connected to it, even if they're not on air, even if nobody clicks over to read what the actual post is that they did. It's an attention business and they always have attention, whether that's on social media. If you look, for example, what Schefter is doing on social media, it's pretty interesting. It's not just him. There's a team. But when there's news, there's going to be a Photoshop of this new player in a new jersey. There's going to be about eight different angles from it. He's owning the conversation there. He's increasing his own profile, but he's also directing people back to ESPN based on name recognition, based on we all know who he works for. SportsCenter, NFL Live is quote tweeting him. They're creating graphics. His name is all over it. It's about creating this ecosystem where you're going to hear it from us first, and you're going to hear from us second and third and fourth. 
They own the story from inception, beat it in over several days of content debate onto the next thing. It's an amazing system and it doesn't work without the initial spark. And that's probably the best way to look at information gatherers in 2022. They are the initial spark. And we know that things spread quicker now than ever before because click of a button every, in your retweets and your Facebook and your texting, everybody knows when something has happened and we live for it. And we've, we're addicted to that next rush of energy. News, 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 news. It starts there. It's a way when people never have to leave the comfort and security of ESPN and that universe to follow a story. It's brilliant. And also don't discount the value in having something that's different than everybody else. Based on having the A number one sources, the biggest games in town, the Michael Jordan of their industries, ESPN can boast that. Other established outlets cannot. <laughs>